0: welcome to live with greg or live with greg depending on the semantics <laughs> <laughs> is there going to be like cool intro music before this and everything you're asking me if it's a professional podcast no 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 i was wondering if there's like, some cool music like you know like you got like a good intro for this Oh no, do i I don't know. Have you seen my podcast? Not this one. I've seen I've heard of Moped Outlaws. I was just listening to it. Yeah? Oh really? Yeah. What would you think? I like it. It's a good one. I was engaged. I was listening to the episode with what's his name, Ronald? Oh, yes, that, that was one, one of, Yes, that one. <laughs> I, I, I was enjoying that one. That was a good one.
1: <laughs> it was so funny. He, like, had such a, a itinerary. Like, he really wanted to
0: get somewhere. I know, he kept, and he kept on asking y'all questions back, and I was like, I mean, this is, like, a, you know, it's a, a good give and take, I guess, you know, whatever we're going with it. <laughs> yeah, he was a funny one. Yeah,
1: that I was too. fun. I do think we do well when we have a guest, but I love Mark, so yeah. I think we have a good repertoire. Yeah, y'all course. do
0: good together, yeah. too. It's a good banter.
1: Yeah, sure. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I made that
0: opening. Hmm. I made that
1: opening for Moped Outlaws. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a good opening. I, I was listening. I was like, can I just be on Apple Music or something, Spotify, wherever it's at. Yeah. Yeah. I was rocking with it. All right.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Of course. All right. So this is our
1: soft opening. We're here with another episode of Live with Greg. I'm here with Jacob. Hey, everybody.
0: I'm Jacob, as you just said.
1: You are Jacob. It's true.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Happy to be here in
1: early in the morning
0: <laughs> Yeah I, I made us go Bright and early Crack of dawn But yeah. you know Saturday though, no Yeah I'm an asshole <laughs> Yeah well, Okay let's start with that <laughs> Let's start with that <laughs> no, like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to admit That I am like A great asshole Alright so what does that mean to you? Um You know I think a good Like The best way to describe Like being an asshole Is like Being just Enough of a dick So like you say like shitty comments this and that Throw them out there and like They're funny but like they're not like so out there where People are just like shut up you know It's a good in between Do you think the people that you're hanging with Kind of set the tone for your edge I think they can help with that Because they give me good stuff to play off of You know what I mean Yeah like if you were a
1: month Like if is your Any of your grandparents alive um, one
0: of them, but, like... You don't have a relationship with that person? No, not like that. It's she has dementia, so, like... Uh there's... Yeah. I, can't, I can't really do a push and pull there, you know? Right. It's just like, oh, what's going on? So? yeah. <laughs> so, no, not with the grandparents, but, like, you know, there'll be a difference if, like, I'm in a room with, like, a bunch of monks or something, I can't be, like, an asshole there. Right. But, like, your son, for example... <laughs> <laughs> so easy. <laughs> <You can asshole. laughs> so uh, it works,
1: yeah. That's cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, do you think there's any element of that promoting a vibe in you that's like a negative thing mm-hmm. that, you know, you find yourself in your forties and that's grown into something that you really didn't want.
0: I've worried about that for sure. You? <laughs> I mean like sometimes. Like I mean i like, I just turned twenty. So like I'm thinking about I'm like I'm two decades into this shit. So where am I going to go with it in that sense? Right, right. If I keep on going this way by 40, will it be cool? And I, I don't know, but, like, I just keep on telling myself, like, with life in general, like, I'm not a very traditional person in that sense. Like, I grew up in, like, a very like, Jewish household and stuff. I didn't get bar I, Like I refused. I, like... I like the Jewish religion, to be clear, but no hate. <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't want to practice it like that. I've known since like a young age. Like, I'd rather like free speech with that. My parents don't like tattoos. My family doesn't. Here I am, like almost ten now. You know, like it's like it's those kind of things. I well, have tattoos, and that's not very Jewish. No, like, I can't be buried. But like you I can't be buried. No, I in, like buried. a Jewish cemetery. No, they, they don't want me to burn mm. either. But like. What am I supposed to do now, you know? You just They're have locked that, out from those pearly gates, I guess. <laughs> Put them in a glass jar. Maybe, if that's what they like, I don't know. Do Jews have pearly gates? I don't know. See, I'm not a good Jew, I don't know. I don't think they do. I did know about Hanukkah and, like, Shabbat, and that's kind of it. I'm, like, a really bad Jew. So, so you sorry. know
1: about the holiday where you get presents. Well, I like presents. And yeah. you know the weekly... Mm-hmm. You like, see, this is like
0: The asshole thing I was talking about <laughs> <laughs> um, So, yeah I'm, That's that's what I know About Judaism In that sense But I thought With the tattoo thing Like my first tattoo Was like a Jewish tattoo It's a hams to everybody See So I thought that like, Would be some points At least
1: A Jewish tattoo Sort of like That doesn't exist Right? Well, now Unless you're is. talking About World War II
0: um, Yeah I But see I thought I'd like Upcycle that idea Make it a bit more positive Put a good spin on it <laughs> So is that from the um, Kabbalah? See, for this, I mean, it's the hamsa. It's it's in a lot of different religions and cultures, and it's, you know, warding off evil, the evil eye. But for me, I have my own story with it, where I was eight. My parents took me to Israel for their 10-year anniversary since they met there. And I was at, like, a flea market and found this, like, little hamsa, and I really liked it. Um, And I brought it everywhere with me. I made, like, this whole thing in my head about it, but then I lost it on the plane back. So I found a replica online. Bought that one Lost it at least like 20 times In my high school experience But I'd always find it Even if I lost it like in the city Or like I just didn't know where it was It would come back to me somehow So I thought I'd get it as a tattoo So i never lose it It's a good look charm So
1: That's pretty smart Yeah I'm, I'm kind of like innovative like that Alright So You ever talk to your parents About the whole Israeli-Palestine thing?
0: I try to Well see because like I don't my parents are very pro-Israel on it, which is like that's the, you know that's their prerogative, They're Israeli citizens, so like I get it, like you know, like there's like a bias there. In my opinion, I just think it's like both sides kind of throw their own daggers and darts. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I'm not educated enough to make like a very st- solid stance on it. You know what I mean?
1: Do you know what you mean? Mm-hmm. But from what I know, it seems like um, the Israeli government political system, like. That's apartheid going on
0: Yeah, absolutely I agree I think I think When I like say that It's more of like a long term thing Because I feel like In the grand scheme of things It's been a bit of a push and pull Of like Both ways Attacking each other But as of late Israel needs to step up
1: yeah, <laughs> like, like Just honestly When I grew up I was a Zionist for sure The right. whole six day war I was just like Wow, these guys are awesome Right but now, the past 10, 15 years I've been like, oh Are they that awesome? like, I don't know That's not even a question for me anymore like, <laughs> just, There's so many reports of The Palestinian families you know, Being Just ripped out of their homes Which is and,
0: disgusting, and, honestly yeah. and no, Nobody deserves to be treated like that right. For any reason right. um, And yeah And it does seem like overall
1: The vibe is The people just want to live in peace yeah. for the most part and you have these sort of elite and government factions that are creating chaos
0: agreed and, and I think that the governments in general are focused too much on territories and like this is holy land and I understand the history of it to that extent of like why like, that land is important to them however I think it's time that we adapt our mindsets into thinking you know land doesn't equate holiness inner peace and love and spreading that is holiness and anywhere can be holy land if you provided with them. what's your holy land oh shit I don't know even from a psychological perspective from a psychological perspective yeah. I mean for me it used to be here like Marin because like I felt, I felt very comfortable here so like I always felt good here and when I moved away I was very like homesick all the time like I always wanted to live in LA ever since I was a kid um, but I, find, I found myself hating it because this was my holy land <laughs> you know what I mean and I wanted to come back to it but I've learned that I don't need a holy land my holy land is me. Wherever I am, like, I right. can make a home. You know what I mean? So, I, th- I feel like that's what, like, Israel needs to do. <coughs> well, so, what is your holy land? Like, you
1: just said, mm. my holy land is me. Yeah. So, if,
0: if you it's, roll into that. It's what I make myself comfortable with. So, it, my holy land can be the people I'm around. If, like, you know, I really care for the um, music. I'm a musician. So, you know, like, when I'm writing or creating music or performing, like, I find comfort there. Um, in writing. Just being creative in general. Giving myself that, like, outlet to, like express but also be comfortable with it in myself so music what kind of music do you like creating that's what I've been trying to figure out because I think I like to experiment with a lot of different things I started producing like a few years ago and in that I really liked making like dance stuff or like poppy more kind of stuff with, like a lot of synth and 80s stuff but when I'm like writing without that I make like very like acoustic, like alternative, maybe rock, maybe pop tracks, Um, and I've released one song. um, On Spotify? Yeah, on all streaming platforms, Burn, you can check it out if you guys would like. Um, What would you release it under? I released it under my name, just Jacob Inchmuel. Okay. Um, But I feel like I should get a stage name, I don't know, I also don't know what it would be, because I feel pretty good in my own name as it is, but I don't know if Jacob Inchmuel is the most catchy name, but does that matter? Jacob the Mensch. That's something. That's something <laughs> The Mench The Mench It has a ring to it mm-hmm. Am I a Mench? Yeah, yeah I don't think so From what I know it, Well yeah. then It fits Let's do it okay. Next song will be under Jacob Mench Manson. Yeah Or or just Menchie maybe Or something like Menchie. that Menchie Yeah it has a ring to it I like uh, it yeah. <laughs> So catch me on Spotify Under Menchie <laughs> <laughs> Stream whatever yeah. I release next <laughs> Yeah um, But yeah I don't know what I want to Like do with like Specific kind of like genre music. I don't even know if I want to put myself under a specific genre just yet. I might just like start releasing whatever I make and see what resonates most with people and then go with that.
1: That's kind of like, um, shit, I just spaced out his name. The guy that did, you know, I'm a loser, baby. So, come on, damn it. I'm loser. I'm getting baby. old. And Vultures, um, Jonah. God. Oh
0: shit. Oh shit. I'm not quite sure, to be honest. If Sean gets out the shower, we can't. I'm getting old. my mind it's going away. Should we talk about that now? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Talk
1: Talk about what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh come yeah. on. Kind of like. I mean, all artists do it. Of,
1: that's what I'm. But I guess if, I'm going to it's artists. There are artists who are able to put out just a broad range of music. Right, like back. Was that that's what I was trying yeah. to think
0: of. Wow, that's a full circle moment. Wasn't that it? is so <laughs> to
1: that. That is... <laughs> to that. You know what? Yeah, No, that's so sad to me. I was the, a T was stuck in my head. Yeah, it was it's just fucking. But there yeah. was no T there. That's the no. crazy part. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. just, no. just Beck. No. Yeah,
0: yeah, but Beck does do that, and I and I think like some artists do have that ability, but a lot of bases, like or the like, fan bases, just like you stick to like a generic one thing, but. I don't know. We'll see where, where the road takes me. I'm pretty open to whatever my career lets me do. Are
1: you familiar with Wien? W-E-N? W-E-N? They're, they're like that. Yeah? I'll yeah. go check them out then. Yeah. They, they put out a country album. They they were alternative and had a good underground following. Interesting. And then they put out a country album. They went to Nashville and hired up like Damn. The, the, these silly songs. They did know? the whole Nashville thing too. Like they went full yeah. country with it. Full country. That's crazy. Yeah. But they had songs like "Pissing Up a Rope and... Mm. Um, you know, a little. Yeah. Like, from what I heard, the. These Nashville studio musicians were kind of like, uh. Um, Piss on a rope.
0: Yeah, like, what yeah, are we I, doing here? They usually hear about, like, whiskey and, like, trucks, I feel like. So, I still switch up. <laughs> well,
1: I just shut off my brain. What'd you just say? How okay. truck stops?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, not quite truck stops, but in a way. <laughs> <laughs> what you <say? laughs> How country stars are, like, used to just hearing about, like, whiskey and, like, trucks. Like, in the and songs. And trucks, yeah. right. And yeah. Crying in your beer. Right. Yeah, exactly. You're like women and like Daisy Dukes or something, right? That's like the whole thing. I feel like I wonder if there's any like
1: Homosexual or lesbian country singers.
0: there is I'm there so is. glad you asked about that There's this guy Orville Peck who I'm pretty sure is gay might be like bisexual or something But he's got a few albums out has a huge fan base always wears a mask So like, you can't fully see his face, but like you get the vibes so there is I'm sure there's a lesbian Any
1: Any things about like His heart being broken By some dude Well he's the heartbreaker ah, But yes
0: Alright So that's his whole like shtick
1: So it's kind of like uh, God I'm not gonna It's too early for me I can't do these early Yeah I <laughs> guess early I guess that's what we're learning here And I'm, yeah. still, I'm
0: still, I apologize to the audience I guess for this <laughs> <time>. <laughs> So
1: I have a question for you. Do yeah. you feel any um, Discomfort And like the age gap between you and I, like, Mm -mm. I'm an old man, not, not Not
0: really, I've always, like, I feel like I've always, like, been finally around, like, older people, like, I know, like, like, especially growing up, like, some kids are comfortable talking to them and stuff, but for me, I've always gotten, like, along with, like, my friend's parents, for example, or something, and my parents are pretty, like, chill and open with me, so I've always just been able to have, like, more of, like, that kind of relationship with my parents, which I think helps out, so it's never been, like,
1: so your parents are in your life in a way where you can, like, they're total support. Oh, completely. You can say anything to them.
0: Yeah, like, you know, like, they. I think that openness is what allowed me to be so comfortable in myself and comfortable with them, too, is because, like, I didn't want to bar mitzvah, like, earlier. They didn't, they were, they were fine with that. They understood. They don't necessarily like tattoos, or they didn't. And now I have tattoos, and they're more understanding about it, or, like, you know... Like I smoke weed They, they understand that they, like, they're, they're open to it You know what I mean And, and vice, vice versa You know my parents aren't the most Like orthodox or conventional people By like American standards at all So It's just
1: Alright so you're 20 Yeah How long have you been smoking
0: weed for? Since I turned 18 I did it medically at first And now it's medically and recreational So I do both
1: For a back spasm?
0: Yeah I have like super bad neck problems So I get really chronic migraines and stuff um, but on top of that, I'm trying to think of like, what else I have anxiety. So when the meds weren't working for a bit, I was like, <laughs> let's just smoke some weed. I think that'll help out. And it did. So it worked. Do you still have anxiety? Not nearly as much. I mean, if I still had anxiety, I would have said no to this. You know what I mean? Like I, I was a very anxious person. Like I-, I could not walk to school or be out alone in public at all. Like it was very debilitating, but i worked through it. You know, through years and years of therapy, (laughs) yeah, but it's helped a lot. So, do
1: you feel comfortable delving into that a
0: bit? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So,
1: what did you find was like the root of your anxiety?
0: Uh, That's a good question. I think the root of anxiety was myself, honestly. Like, like I I am—I'm the creator of it in that sense, and that's what I had to learn—is like stop myself before I create that process because I'm just very comfortable with. Um, negating my feelings, putting myself down, kind of isolating myself. That's my go to for security in a sense. And so for me, it's just constantly reminding myself to break out of that shell, say yes instead of no, those kind of things. And, and I remind myself, like, I put a lot of weight and value into how others perceive me. And so I, and, or at least I used to. I wouldn't say I do too much anymore. I think for myself, it's I, I do this for myself because I myself enjoy it. And if other people have a problem with that, that's their problem. And I just have to remind myself of that. And I think that's been a huge part of my moving forward. So what do
1: you think was at the root of being in that place? Mm. Of self-deprecation and, in essence, being hard on yourself, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I don't know. Like, in the one sense I can answer that by saying, like, I've always been a perfectionist. And I think my, my, my aim to be either have myself be perfect or my work be perfect had I, I gave myself criticism because of that and anyway, I started from there but to be honest I, all, all I know is ever since I was a little kid like I've been anxious in situations where that doesn't even apply like you know I couldn't go to bed without like the lights being on or somebody being in my room like I said you know I, like, I couldn't be in public or even in private alone at times so like I always have to be surrounded by people and like I would also have to be busy.
1: So like Lady Gaga says, you were
0: born this way. Yeah, I really was. You came to
1: this planet with that.
0: Yeah, for real. And that's part of my baggage, and I just kind of work with it, you know? That's what you have to do.
1: So do you think it's still there, but you've learned the tools to work with it, as you say? Yes, like, do you, yes. Do you think there's a potential of healing it, where it's no longer a part of your life?
0: See, again, I don't know. But I'd, I'd, like, to th- I'd like to think that you can heal anxiety like that. And like it, it could be like a 100% cured thing. At the same time, though, like, humans are creatures of habit, so I feel like it's so easy for us to go back into those like, repetitive cycles, but in my opinion for now, what I believe is that it's going to be a constant in my life that I can constantly work better with, and it's about working with it, not against it. Um, but that's like subject to change. Maybe in like five years, I'll be completely healed, and there'll be like a different perspective, but that's where I'm at now with it. That's one thing I think of, at least. Like, perspective, like, I feel like we're, us as humans also like to be very much like sedentary in our ways, but we're all constantly changing. The only, like, this is not something I've been, like, stuck on for a while. The only thing that's constant is change. So, re- re- if you're going to rely on anything, it should be the fact that you can't rely on anything, in that sense.
1: So, from a spiritual perspective, mm-hmm. do you have something in your Thought process that's like well there is a consistent positive, X, like you know like mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying like you yeah. can't rely on anything everything changes right? right right but there's the potential of despair in that mm-hmm. because like yeah
0: you can't right. rely on anything sort of a negative right that could definitely become a negative thing
1: right so do you have an X factor in your process that is like a divine infinite, you know?
0: I wish I did, but no, but I also don't look at it as despair. I think, I think at first I did because hearing that's like, ugh, like, yeah. Cause, cause like yeah, that's, that's gross. <laughs> <Ew."> <laughs> <laughs> because like we like, like I said, like we like to have like things put in place like, we, where people have habits of routine and stuff, you know, it's what, like what we're raised on. But I don't see it as despair because in my opinion, like, not relying on anything doesn't have to be a bad thing. In that sense, like it's 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 all about outlook. I feel like in that sense, because like, if the only thing I'm relying on is that things are going to change, well, then if I just go with it, there's no problem. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the pandemic happened. None of us really wanted that. That's kind of that's really shitty, isn't it? But like, the change that came within the growth that comes with it, you just got to move with that. You got to move with whatever you got to do to help yourself and others. So how does will play into that? Like your will, your. How does a will play into that?
1: I know, yeah. Interesting. Because like as mm-hmm. a creator, yeah. you um, are creating things, right? There's right. an element of will involved yeah. in that. So going with the flow
0: in a passive manner isn't going to create things. No, it won't. I think it'll help guide you, but I don't think it'll help take action. So I think with will in that sense, taking initiative... I don't know. I don't know. I think I think there's change that you can passively go with and then there's change that you can act on. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not sure how to provide an example for that in that sense, but like... Yeah, how would you differentiate? How would you differentiate the two? I feel like, for example, let's say like, I was like trying to write a song and I was like having super bad writer's block or something. I could passively kind of just like move around and like do other stuff with my day, right? Um... And because like you know the day is not stopping, I still have things to do, so I can just go do that and come back to it later. I would say it's a passive way to approach it. But if i want to take my will and like I want to do this and like stay sedentary in that, I'll ch- I'll change my approach then. Like oh well maybe if I go to the beach, like I'll I'll I'll, I'll liven something up for my writing process, or maybe if I like go to this park or talk to this person get some inspiration. If I work with this person, ask them for advice. You know what I mean? Like go with the change in the moment. That's I don't know if that's like a really good example to be honest, but that kind of. Wasn't. I don't think the camera's gonna answer. No, it won't. Sorry, I, I keep on looking for this they the third person. I don't know. I, I don't even know how I'm supposed to do that. But you can do whatever you want. There's really no different. rules. Well, then this. there we go.
1: <laughs> but okay, so you, have you had an experience you can think of mm-hmm. where a, you were writing, you were creating mm-hmm. a piece of music, yeah. and it was a grind. Mhm. So, so you do have an example
0: of that. Just two days ago.
1: Okay, so two days ago, it's a fucking grind, right? Yeah.
0: And it's... Uh, so, and what'd you do? It was mindset for that one. And this because for the last few months I've been having an issue where I'm writing music and I'm like, is it good enough? Like, am I... Like, like is my output even worth it anymore? And you know, there's like a kind of anxiety, self doubt thoughts right, coming right, back, right. and so in this moment that was happening again because like I'm like, oh, there's only like, it's the same chords over and over and this and that. Like, what's going on? I needed something different to like liven it up, and so I just gave myself a few minutes where like I didn't like meditate or anything, but I like gave myself like some affirmations and remind myself to get those thoughts out of the way because that's what's blocking me, not anything else. And once I did that, and I I said, it's okay if you start off with the same two chords over and over again, or it's like the same few words, like, it'll get to somewhere, just let the process take you, or let yourself and the process take you. And I did, and, it, and eventually it wasn't just two chords, and eventually it wasn't just four words, and you know, it builds on itself. So that's awesome, that's,
1: it yeah. sounds like you've, like, that's part of your toolbox, you've learned, yeah. is like, alright, take a breath, mm-hmm. kind of sit with these negative thoughts, right. And dispel and them isn't quite the word, but
0: like, um, Tell them to come back yeah, 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 because if you don't acknowledge it, you don't know it, and if you don't know it, you can't do anything about it. Do you find,
1: like, um, I know you and Jonah worked on a piece a couple of days ago, yeah. is that the song a couple of days ago? Or? No, no, that's a different one. All right, do you find. Like again With going with the flow And will Mm -hmm. And egos start getting involved Mm -hmm. You know when you work with other people Yeah So how do you
0: How do you Handle with that? that? Yeah Yeah that's a good question I feel like too Because I've been trying to collaborate With more people lately too Because I feel like You can learn so much from other people Which is one of the great things about it Um, But I think Part of that is is Learning how to navigate egos With that too Like and, And like with like Jonah it's never like that I think because we're both able to put that kind of stuff aside really well and we can both just like work off of each other we're both open to changing it too which is a good thing you know Jonah's very good at going with the flow in my opinion with that kind of stuff especially in music um, so in that sense it's easy but in other times where I've tried to work with people they have like a very set thing in mind and I might not have something very set in mind but I, I might be stubborn in some of the things I think the song does or doesn't need um, and so with that I have to for I can't control what the other person does. If they don't want to handle the ego or like anything else in that process, that's on them. But the way I can contribute is by helping myself do that. Stand up for what I believe in for the song, but also be willing to change those aspects that they want to as well. You know.
1: There is... Um, I just did this process a week or so ago, mm-hmm. working with a group. It was a good experiment. Yeah. But the thing I've noticed in life is a lot of times I'll have a goal yeah and then it isn't happening it isn't happening mm-hmm. and then it happens a different way than I imagined and mm-hmm. there's a part of me that like doesn't want it because it didn't go my way right exactly and exactly. it takes me a minute to like oh wait a minute it's the goal I wanted so the journey is whatever
0: it will, wants to be or whatever it will it to be you know
1: to a degree yeah yeah Yeah. phew so. yeah. mm-hmm. Right. So, um... As a young buck... Young buck. (laughs) (laughs) What an old man thing to say. As (laughs) a young buck, lad. (laughs) What do you think of the state of the world today?
0: Uh, It's not good. It's not, like, bad necessarily either. I mean, like, we're... So we're surprisingly in, like, the most peaceful time in, like, human history from what I heard. Really? really? I saw a report about that. I don't know if it's true. It's a nice thing to think about, though. Like, because when you think about it, there's a lot of tension, like, under the surface. But we're all still good enough for now, in that sense. You know what I mean? In terms of, like, the world in general, though, I don't know if it's that good. Honestly. What are your thoughts? As a, I guess, not as Well, public? I was
1: thinking about this with media. Yeah um that nowadays the way we get information seems is really through social media and part of the problem with that is like any idiot can say anything
0: it right, could be and, so fake
1: and there's a whole lot of people that will just jump on the bus mm-hmm. um whereas before with newspapers and television you had reporters and their pre like set. investigative reporting was right. their job is to like you know, you say to me, "Yeah, Whitaker's upscale." Well, I would go to Whittaker. Is it really upscale? You know? Yeah, I
0: don't know. You're just basing off of what I told you,
1: but right? What, that's what I, I mean. I'm not sure right? Not, who knows? Like, so the state of the world, because there is this thing with um, the whole gun thing that's going on in our mm, country yeah. right now. It's pretty. Uh,
0: it's pretty insane. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And there was. Um, Something about like this kid that just shot the, you know, the July Fourth um, thing. Yeah,
0: in at the Highland Park. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. No. And um, oh, no. No. That was it. Yes. Yeah. Highland, Park. Yeah. Highland Park. Yes. Mm-hmm. Correct.
1: And something about like how come I forget what it was, but something like you and you know he can't get a he can't go into a bar and get a drink, but he can go into a store and get and get a gun. But not a gun, like a bunch of guns. And the guns, like, yeah, and round, Guns are just yeah. So there does seem to be an element of um, chaos. Like I don't mm-hmm. understand
0: the logic of our leaders. Yeah, are... yeah. I don't know if I quite understand it either. I think it comes, you know, it's a lot of personal gain that's affecting public politics. And I think that's like a big problem here on both sides. To be clear, like I, I'm, I'm a registered like, I, I don't, I'm not registered to Democrats or Republicans because like, typically I'm very like liberal leaning. That's just where I'm at, you know. Um, I'm open to anything, but I'm, I'm very liberal leaning. But like in terms of where I want to vote, it's it's not in either party because I feel like both parties are fueled by cash and flow, and seats in a house as opposed to rights of a person, and so. I'll vote where not where the money doesn't talk, but I'll vote where people do. Yeah. So you do vote? Yeah, absolutely. It's so important to vote. Everybody should vote.
1: And what does that mean you'll vote where
0: people talk but money doesn't? I feel like a lot of things are like initiated or, or only are only talked about when there's like some funding behind it. Like the whole Second Amendment thing is Funnel or fueled by the nra in that sense like of course the people too a lot of americans most americans are passionate about that topic because it's a very serious one and it's, it's in our constitution but like i felt like the nra pushes a lot of money into the legislative um decisions for it um and into just po- politicians in general but then on the other side i mean you still see a lot of organizations and stuff funneling it into the other side which i get is more reactive than active but Either way, like, let's just talk about it. We don't need billions of dollars to make decisions about whether or not we should have guns that have this much effect on people, on lives.
1: So when you say you vote for, like, do you, do you vote for the president? Mm-hmm. So you do. So you pretty much, you're, you participate in voting. I participate whenever I can,
0: yeah. Did you vote this
1: last... Thing that happened in california was it like June? see
0: i that here's where i catch myself i didn't <laughs> <laughs>
1: so you're a politician yeah I vote, I vote oh did you vote this last? no, no I, didn't. I didn't do that but to, but to
0: clarify i was out of state for the entire time and i didn't realize you could vote online i thought it was like a mail-in ballot thing only so that was like on me but if i knew that i could vote online i would have done it like <laughs> well, i didn't know you could vote online Mm-hmm. Or maybe I don't know. Like I just I wish I voted, but I just wasn't aware enough. So that was a good wake like, up call for me. But everything future and everything before that, I have voted in. <laughs> I you just happened to call out the one no, time. Real. Like I thought this was a setup right now. Like what's going on? <laughs> Cut the cameras now. <laughs> we're done. Yeah,
1: we're done. <laughs> I'm walking out. Yeah, I know another uh, Red headed man <laughs> who I <don't>, uh, <laughs> we
0: suck suck. <laughs> you yeah, ever get teased about being a ginger? Oh my god. That was my entire childhood. <laughs> Maybe that's part of the anxiety. Maybe. No, I remember... I, well, see, I grew up in Santa Fe. Like, I was there until I was 11 in New Mexico. Yes. And I was one of, like, very few blonde... Or strawberry blonde at the time. I wasn't, like, really ginger back then. But the blue eyes, pale skin. So everybody was always like, ah, your complexion. I love it. And, like... I was like, kind of like hot shit. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, this is fine. And then I moved here and everybody's like, ha ha, Ginger. You look like Ed Sheeran. Like, and I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so I've kind of just like rolled with those since. And at first, I hated it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, well, also because there's this one. There's this one kid in middle school, Matthew. We're calling you out, Matthew. If you're watching, Matthew, get fucked. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the D. Yeah, you're in the D. <laughs> they always call me gingy and like try and make fun of me. And like, it was definitely trying to like, bully me. Right. But eventually, I should learn from middle school me. I was on to something. I was just like, whatever. Like, I will take that name of pride. And then my nickname became Gingy, among us, all my friends. But it was, like, my thing. It wasn't right. like... I claimed it, I guess, you know? So, right. after that, it didn't really bug me that much. It's just part of who I am. I have ginger hair. Cool. I'm, I'm, I look like a cheer. apparently. Did Matthew, was he part of high school? Like, did you guys ever cross paths? No, no it's just I mean, after... I've af- Well, see, I kind of, like, to I did a bit of a clean sweep with a lot of my friends after middle school because a lot of them wanted to, wanted to say I was social climbing or something like that after, from what I heard, but the truth was I wasn't happy in any of those friendships because I wasn't being myself and I wasn't pushing myself as much as I wanted to. So I, I had to like cleanse myself and like find new friends that would push me the way I wanted to be pushed. Awesome. Huh. Yeah. So. And now you have that. Yeah, absolutely. And I've been friends with them since. So. And
1: hanging outside... <laughs> I'm not gonna, gonna go it
0: it? no 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 please do please do <laughs> you guys smoke so fucking much man. yeah no I know I never used to like that too I think here's here's what I will say I, I worry that I started that <laughs> <laughs> I really do and I look and like I was just talking to Liam about this like two days ago where it's was like they just smoke and play Smash all the time and I'm like, No, I know like, <laughs> I was like, Shit, <laughs> like let's like let's do something. Like I'm forcing us to go to a flea market tomorrow in because 'cause I'm like, let's like I wanna get out there. I like to get out there. When I'm windier I do that more because you can't really smoke on campus as much, you know what I mean? But it's fine fa- I like I don't wanna be that person who just smokes and is like sedentary with it. I feel like there's so much potential when you smoke to like activate it a bit more. It's so, like if I can smoke I'm like, let's go to the beach and do that or like let's go to the city and just check something out. Like that's what's more engaging, but you you're not going to drive high Don't do that
1: <laughs> uh, So you got
0: to You got to set it up appropriately So I wait, wait, wait. Well there's Uber Yeah true But do we have the money for Uber? No we're college kids Or not Or at least I don't I don't know Come on um, you're Marin County White College I, okay. I know but uh, I don't of these bitches are doing on I me? Mean. <laughs> but yeah we, we do smoke a lot out there And you know I definitely want to cut back On the amount Because I think there's a healthy amount And an unhealthy amount And for me personally Physically and mentally It's an unhealthy amount one thing I'll say, because um, at this
1: stage in my life... Yeah. One, there's friends of mine who are falling off. Right. And so it's like, it catches up. Right. And there is like this one... Mark, my partner in Moped Outlaws. Yeah, yeah. He quit about five years ago.
0: Smoking weed? Or, yeah. Okay. And he
1: loved it. It was like right. something he just loved doing. Right. And... And... Um, he he mentioned just a couple weeks ago that he believes the emotional growth he's had in his life the past five years yeah. would not have happened
0: if he was still getting high. I believe it I do. I think being like I, I think, you know, it's you build relationships with a lot with everything in that sense. Like there's a relationship here. I have a relationship with caffeine, I have a relationship with weed. And it's important to build boundaries. With those, And if, if those boundaries get broken or if you don't have those boundaries set, like, set in stone, it can get really wishy-washy. And so for me, when I first started smoking the, in that first year, it wasn't the amount I do now. Um, and I found it to be very beneficial for, my, for me mentally and physically. You know, like, I did use it medically at first for mental and physical reasons, but in ways I didn't even expect. Like my, my, my creativity, I, I found a new way to express it. There was, there was just a lot of stuff I wasn't expecting from it. But after a certain point, it kind of just became my comfort. Where 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 being high was being comfortable, and I was comfortable with just being comfortable and nothing else, and that's when I realized I need to reestablish my relationship with it, and I've reestablished my relationship with it enough, but I haven't created those boundaries enough, and that's my next step. Okay, so earlier you talked about
1: um, going with the flow. Yeah. Which is really without boundaries in a right. sense. Mm-hmm. So how do you find
0: the balance mm-hmm. of boundary and going with the flow? That's, I think my lifelong dilemma, honestly. <laughs> no for real because like, I, I'm a very much like work hard play hard person, but that's like, my, my, my thing, I don't like to like rest at all in that sense, and I constantly burn out because of it. And it's the same thing with like weed or it's the same thing with all of this where like if I'm into something, I'm super into it and it's all or nothing. And so I'm constantly trying to find balance with everything in my life. Because of that, um, so I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know with that. But I, I think you go with the flow with um, qualms for yourself. Qualms? Was that the right word
1: to use? Even I don't know. You go with the flow with qualms for.
0: I think qualms is like a doubting. Right? Oh well, then no, it's not even at all. Like go with the flow, but like you still have like boundaries for yourself you still you still have you like, have
1: your morals and your you, and, and, laws. but
0: but but allow them to be subject to change if you want you know what i mean and that's yeah. where the go the flow thing comes in you can you can have your values you you can be stubborn in, in, in a mindset if you want to but be stubborn to an extent to where you can be like okay well i'm still open to this and that or something you know what i mean you find what works yeah. for you at a time and then you go with that until it doesn't work anymore
1: that so when you're forty, what would you like to where? What would you Where'd like, like to be? Yeah, what would you like your life to look like? Mm-hmm. That's a good question.
0: See, I used to have this really clear idea in my head as a kid of what I wanted. I've always been like very driven. I want to be like a, like a pop star, and I want to be like a producer behind the scenes. By the time I'm forty, I'll be having four houses all across the world, and I'll be like touring and be a household name. I don't really care about that anymore. And, I, and, I, and I'm way more open to what my life will be like in 20 years than I would have been 10 years ago um, I would like to be in the music industry I would like to work whether it's as a musician, performer, songwriter, producer, manager, whatever I want to I I be a part of that and participate um, I want to be a business owner Maybe have a few businesses, be successful with them Have them help people I want to be charitable I want to be happy with where I live, with who, who I have in my life it's just the basic needs, how I get there, what it ends up being. Let's see. So, what are you studying in school now? I'm double majoring in business and digital music production. Oh, hi. Yeah.
1: That sounds right on point for it's what you're imagining exactly, 20 years down the road. Right, it's very on point. And
0: I, and I think it, it, th- those two being my double majors helped me out a lot because I, I like being like strategic and having. like. Being able to do the kind of mind stuff, like the left brain, right brain thing, like Ron was just talking about, like maybe not to that extent, but but you know, I, I like having that on the one hand, but also having the creative outlet that is music. Um, and with the digital music production major, it's not as much like classical music of like, oh, like this and that with jazz or Mozart, which is still important to learn. Um, but it's way more focused on like audio recording and like more of how to navigate the modern music landscape. So, I like it a lot. So
1: what is navigating the modern music landscape?
0: The industry is constantly changing, too. Um, and a lot more than it has. Did you guys catch that?
1: Chat no, but it. you know what? <laughs> YouTube right now is doing an uh, honorarium to the Billion View videos. Oh, are they? Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's all pretty much music videos. Right. Music has an impact. And it is interesting
0: to see... Like the artists who are up in that realm, yeah, who get the billion views, and and the impact that those artists have on the world. is yeah. pretty crazy. Like, like me, Katy Perry has three or four videos. Wow. Yeah. Just, Katy Perry, a lot people haven't expected it, but right, that's I, what I was right. Yeah, but she's on the author career when you think about it. I yeah, mean, that's what
1: it, it kind of put to me that perspective because she had that film come out. There's yeah. like she's had this vibe for a long time. That I didn't pay too much attention to, like I yeah, music, like music. She's like a pop star, but it's, yeah. like
0: she's she's done a lot. She's had that movie. She's a judge on American Idol now. She like does all this crazy stuff, and right, I was like, right. she's a mom. She is, you know, like right. she there's, there's all these different aspects of her and what she puts out. People listen to, yeah. Um, but I think the cycle of rotation is changing a lot in the music industry. You know, like clearly we've changed formats now from like going from CDs or anything right. to streaming and streaming right. was a huge evolution in music it changed the way that artists are paid and monetized it changed the way royalties work for artists it changed musicians relationships with the record labels it, it took the power away a bit but it kind of reestablished what a label's looking for in an artist so like overall the industry has changed a lot in the 10 year in the last 10 years and with tiktok and social media it's only going to change even more so that's what i like about this current major i'm taking is like I'm learning about the production which will be used in real time and I'm also learning about the business aspect of music and how that industry works, how it's tough and how you got to like really fend for yourself because it's all about capitalizing on creativity and that's a very difficult thing to do.
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> what do you love about the friends you have up here? Up here.
0: About my marine friends. Yeah, like, you know, you guys are tight from Very what tight. I see. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what I love most about us. We're family. Like, I, I come from like, I have, like, a good amount of family on both sides, but I've never lived near them. You know, I lived in New Mexico and California for most of my life, and my closest family members are in uh, New York City. And the last time I even went up to New York City was when I was 11, so I haven't seen that. My dad's side in 10 years. I met my mom's side and only a few of those members for the first time when I was... A senior in high school, so for me, family has very much been just what's around me, and so that's my parents a lot. Um, you know, I have a very close relationship with them. But friends for me kind of count as family once it gets to a certain point, and the ones that are up here that that like that is family for me. So,
1: have you found that you've been able to create new family down in
0: LA? It's getting there. Cool. I, I don't want to force anything and call some family that like may not be in a few years, like these people, like, that I hang out with up here, like, I know, like, at least my goal is to be in their lives in some capacity forever and vice versa. You know, like, like those relationships mean a lot to me. But, like, in terms of the people down there, I have very good friends and I'm very grateful for them. And I've made great memories in the last year with them. Um, but I think it I needs more time for you to classify that. But I have my new my newfound groove there for sure. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's fun. That's fun. And it's it's crazy, too, because, you know, Whittier, is only a six-hour drive from up here, so I, most of my Whittier friends have met... <laughs> most of my Marin friends. <laughs> Excuse the interruption <laughs> um, But most of them have met each other now, so it's, it's been a very... I've seen, like, the mix of the two worlds, and both sides approve of each other, so it's always a good sign in my head. Have the two mixed,
1: like, Yeah. Thing? Yeah.
0: Because, um... Four or five of our friends from Whittier came up for winter break last year for, like, a whole week. And not that a lot of us were here, but Jonah met them, Brady met them, a good few of us. So, like, that was cool. Um, and then a bunch of us, like, 12 of us from Whittier got a house in Daly City for spring break. So a bunch of people who were up here met them, too, again. Um, and every time it has been great. So. Cool. Yeah. That's
1: cool. That's cool. Maybe you're just a good conduit for good vibes.
0: That's what I try to be. I don't know. Hopefully that that translates, but... Good vibes (laughs) only, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. I think an important part to that, too, is just, like, knowing when and when to step in or out of things. You know what I mean? Like, to a certain extent, like, I was very... Like, I I, I can experience FOMO a lot. So, like, when I'm not up here the entire summer, I can get FOMO for sure. Um, What's FOMO? If you're missing out. Okay. Um, But... I definitely have learned when to step in and out of that too You know what I mean Um, So like I you know I think me like a few years ago I've been very upset to only have been up in Marin For three weeks for the summer Because I'm like there's a whole other summer I'm missing out hanging out with my friends and stuff Like what the hell But I think now I'm like at a point where I'm like Oh well that's three great weeks I get to have with people And the rest of the time I get to work on me or do whatever I want to do in Redondo You know
1: Right That's kind of like going with the flow yeah, exactly. exactly The flow is three weeks up here And the rest down there Exactly
0: And you know this summer I've had a great summer up here And not up here You know what I mean I, I've traveled a lot this summer too So that's been a great thing Yeah,
1: that's nice mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's that nice. COVID Everyone knows
0: I know yeah. Call me super spreader
1: <laughs> um, That's a joke Call Get off his down. back Don't cancel me I swear <laughs> Um No <laughs> Is there anything that keeps you awake? Like, is there is there anything that's like a nightmare in your life right now?
0: I'm very blessed to say no. Awesome. There's been times in my life where all I can do is stay up and think, and it's nothing in particular. It's just constants or events that happen at the time that really make me twist and turn. Money used to be a huge thing for me. About that, I've never been the most well off. I used to think I was and then that illusion for me shattered and that was a huge wake-up call in that sense um, And in general just like, you know, the, 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 the kind of physical things have definitely like, affected me in the past But like at this point in my life now, not nothing nothing That's gets awesome. to me like that.
1: Yeah Is there anything that you just have like this electric positive vibe about?
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean I would say music in that sense. Yeah. That's the one constant that I do but I love nature I've I've learned to love getting to know people. <laughs> I used to hate that stuff <laughs> I was not the biggest fan of like mingling and stuff like that being a but I very much enjoy that process now
1: right on. Yeah, so. do you think that's part of the, an outcome
0: of part of the work? You've been doing over the past few years mm-hmm. Definitely definitely, you know, like I, I look at myself now and I don't even recognize who I was like even three years ago Or definitely five years ago, which which is fair I was like 15, but that's a different like, you know That this is where you're supposed to grow the most I feel like or where you're allowed to grow the most um, but in general, even like regardless of that, like just in terms of mental health and anxiety and like m- my, my myself and moving in the world, one hundred percent growth across, and I'm very proud of it. Yeah, it
1: should be. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah.
0: Is there anything that
1: you want to touch upon? That I'm trying to think. I think we've got some pretty good stuff here. <laughs>
0: like there was like a lot of bases that were covered. I wasn't expecting all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't know, I'm going to ask that question back to you. Anything that keeps you up on that. No.
1: Yeah. I'd say that I, um, dark areas are romance. Like I yeah. think the um, in me yeah. the relationship with Jonah's mom Mm-hmm. My ex. Yeah. There's an element of still healing for me to do. Yeah. And what I love. Mm-hmm. Like part of the work I've done the past few years is, let's say I'm fucking angry right now, and in my mind is this tape like fucking Jacob. You know, he was five yeah. minutes late. God. Right. Has nothing to do with you. Right. That anger's in me. Mm-hmm. That's my emotion. Hmm. So to breathe into, like you were saying um, earlier about how you were grinding on that song, yeah. you took a breath and you're like, all right, wait a minute, like, I'm, you know, this is going on. Okay. It's the same thing, like to be able to breathe and go like, all right, I'm fucking angry. This is. Side swipe, you know, like what's really going on? Mm-hmm. Why am I angry? Mm-hmm. What thought process is being challenged? And even individuals in my life where I'm challenged by them. Right. In my best self, I welcome it because it's bringing up my shadow. It's bringing up the parts of me
0: I want to heal. Right, exactly. It's, it's forcing me to, to, to interact with it. Right And kind of challenge yourself on that Right And the
1: key is to not dump it on someone else Mm -hmm. Projection Right Mm -hmm. To hold it as my own And Mm -hmm. even So the whole romantic thing Because also there's um, a person who just contacted me a few weeks ago And Mm -hmm. we used to date in my 20s Mm. And um and like talking with her, I was totally jacked. And the next day, I had all this energy. I am like, what the hell?
0: Right, like, what's going on? Right, yeah.
1: and there's this. So, like, part of me is like, I want to tap into that and not have it hinged on something outside of myself. Because mm-hmm. it's there, right? It's there in you. Right, right, right. But then there's that whole romantic thing
0: of another and the partnership, and, and how that can elevate it for yourself, and right. I think in romance there's like an important distinction between like dependence in a relationship and interdependence. Absolutely. Yes.
1: Okay. So, because by interdependence, I think what you're saying mm-hmm. is the partnership.
0: Yeah, yeah. To the point where you're not depending. Like, I feel like, look, I haven't had like a like a serious relationship with that ever. Um, but I've been around my friends enough, and, like, I do think about it enough to, like, where I think in a relationship there's the dependence where, like, it becomes unhealthy where, like, you can't be without that person or, like, you can't imagine life, your life without them, which, of course, you don't want to imagine your life without them. But, like, there's a point where, like, you can't fully act on your own anymore. It, and, and I think the difference between dependence and interdependence is you don't think of it as two halves making a whole, but as two wholes making a better whole. And bettering each other through it, and like the point where like you can completely function without each other, you can even spend maybe a few weeks without each other and be fine, but still miss each other and still want to work together and and move forward in life together. And for me, I find
1: that challenging right Mm -hmm. now because I so want to. What's the word I'm working for? Like mesh Mm -hmm. with someone, right? But what you just said, I reckon like there's an unhealthy aspect to that.
0: Yeah, and it's just that something that we were talking about earlier like building boundaries in relationships in that sense mm-hmm. and like I think every relationship no matter how close you are There's, there's your own personal boundaries that, that should play part in that But I think
1: part well, I think part of with romantic relationship Yeah, is that it is gonna bring up the challenge and yeah. a very peak experience. Like I imagine yeah. If you spoke with your parents, hmm That they would tell you, yeah, there's been some times
0: that were bloody hell. Oh, yeah. I've seen them. You know what I mean? Like, it's... And and I think it's like, I can't speak for it for myself in that sense. You know what I mean? I had an experience when I was producing Baja. Yeah. That um,
1: we were down in Loreto, which is midway down Baja, Mexico, right? Mm -hmm. Right, right. A flight comes in once a week. Wow. We okay. had just landed. I had no idea where we, I was going to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a whole bunch of shit going on. I wanted to quit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an option. There was nowhere for me to go. Right. That option's off the table. Wow. So then I was like, okay, so now what? Mm-hmm. I think if in like marriage and partnership, if that is the way that both people are in it,
0: like divorce isn't an option. Yeah, so now what? Mm, so, divorce is an option now because I think people find the easy way out in that. You know, right. the, the divorce bad. rate in the US is 50 percent, and California is 70 percent, which is huge. That's fucking huge, <laughs> I right? did not know that, right. really. It's insane. Wow. it's insane. I'm sure it's only gone up more. That, that's from like from like seven years ago, wow. yeah, that's which crazy. is which is crazy, but also at the same time, I don't know. I, for me, marriage is not an important thing, like, I don't need to get married to the person I love because I think what marriage should be for a lot of people in that sense is it's taking it from like a relationship to like an institute an institute an institute and, and, I, and I respect that aspect of marriage um, I understand it's like for like those like marriage can be for like financial reasons too and right. stuff and all that and prenups and whatever right. but um, in terms of just like the relationship itself like it becomes an institution where you guys want to work through life together and that is a commitment you make and that commitment is what I find important about it right. and if you want to step out of that commitment that easy maybe it's not as much of a commitment as you thought and it's just the idea of the commitment that you liked right? and then I think actually walking and acting through that is a whole another process that nobody knows how to do and that's okay but like part of that is accepting the hardest challenges with it
1: yeah this is a trick because that just brings up part of like with everything in life if you take the easy option out Mm -hmm. which isn't supporting your main goal and again for me like physical working out yeah um I'm slacking on it right yeah, now. Right. And part of it is that like slipping back and ah oh, I just want to lie Chill. the comfort.
0: The yes. comfort. But you got to you got to find comfort in the discomfort. Like I used to hate working out like a I was like <laughs> Never, it could never be me. But now I look, look at myself and, like, in like the end of high school and beginning a college especially, I was, like, in a gym rat era where, and I, and I still, like, do go to the gym, like, six times a week and stuff if I can. Like, I, I'm very consistent with it, but it's because I found comfort in that discomfort of going to the gym. Yeah. And now I, like, push myself in that aspect. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: God damn it, Jacob. God damn it. God damn it, Greg. It's <laughs> stuck.
0: Yeah. All right, so what do you wish for your friends? For my friends? Yeah. Just for them to be happy with where they're at. Wherever that may be for themselves. Whether they're in Boulder, or here, or across the country, or Tucson, or wherever the fuck they are. Like, just have fun and make it for yourself, you know? Just, I don't know. I I understand people with their goals, and like, we don't always reach our goals, which I think is a very scary thing. But regardless of that, to just be content in the present with where you are, just... That's what, what people deserve.
1: What do you think is scary about not reaching a goal?
0: Because we put so much weight in ourselves and we, we put ourselves into those goals. Like, for example, like if, if I don't end up becoming like really successful in my music career, that'd be a scary thing for myself. And, and that's something that I, I will have to come to terms with if that happens, which I'm hoping it does. <laughs> so you're looking at 40-year-old Jacob in a 7-Eleven yeah, behind the if, counter. If, 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 if I'm at the 7-Eleven right down the street and I'm, and I'm there singing with a banjo or something thinking, this is peak music career for me right now. And and that's where I'm at. Like, sad. That, that would sad. That suck. Shit. But, you know, I would have to look at it and just be happy if I'm at the present. I'm outside of a great store that has so many things. And I have a band in my hand and I'm singing. And if that's making me happy, that's making me happy. Of course, that's not where I want to end up being. I wouldn't want any of my friends to end up there either. But I have to find happiness in that presence.
1: And I think the spark of life is where that's not the end-all. Like, no. being in a mindset where that's not the end-all. Like, so what could you do? Like, maybe you're going to be a vagabond, you know, like living out of a van and right. you tro- go through
0: the country playing music and exactly. hanging out with people. And see, if that happens, I'll see that as successful because I'm yeah. doing it and I'm happy and I'm getting some exactly. great experience. And like, and that's the thing. That, that's the thing about change, too. The, like, Not to bring everything back to that, but the only consistent thing is change. So go with it and have fun with whatever that may bring to you whatever goals may come out of that your goal can be completed in ways that you don't think could be you know like if my goal is to be successful in music that's generic how can I be successful in music there's so many ways yeah so
1: so it kind of like sounds like we're both in agreement that happiness is a
0: choice it's absolutely a choice and and I, and I, and I think it's, it's hard to see it that way a lot of times you know like if, if I was way more mentally ill right now than I am <laughs> I wouldn't be on my high horse saying this shit as comfortably as I am. (laughs) You know what I mean? I I think it's very hard when you're in that space. The happiness, to an extent, is a choice. That's all. Yeah, Yeah. we're done. All right, well, cheers. Cheers to that. Thanks, everybody.